a phenomenal thing, John. Alan Silvestri, shout out. Okay, this whole thing's like a minute and a half long, so we're not okay, going to do some. Shut the fuck up. Well, we can talk during it. It's kind of blaring, so. Oh, I can lower it. it. Is that better? Not, not, not at all. <laughs> it's so loud. Nope. It's still loud? Dude, it's like very. How far do I have to pull my phone away from the damn microphone? It's it's not that it's not that loud. I can hear your voice way better than I can hear the music. But it's you know it's more like it's not meshing with my. It won't mesh with my audio. Dylan, would you intro the damn MCU bracket? (laughs) We're here again for the final portion of our ultimate. Marvel Cinematic Bracket. The mouthful is almost over. We have our final four, dubbed the Beyonder Round. Anybody who understands that reference, you're a real OG. And we have our championship round. And so we have the teams as follows. From the West Coast Avengers Bracket, we have the number one overall seed, OG I Am Iron Man. Up against the number three seed, Captain America Winter Soldier. Cut the music. And we are off to begin this. Mr. Griffin, in our first matchup, who is moving on to the championship round? OG Iron Man or Winter Soldier? This is a beautifully fitting matchup, just like their rivalry within the Avengers, their inner turmoil. Captain America and Iron Man going up against each other. But just like in the movies, in the characters themselves, Iron Man is much better than Captain America. He takes him down, he steals his shield, and throws it in the crowd. Iron Man's moving on. All right. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. We had a question to Ryan a couple weeks ago that, that uh, the answer uh, bothered me. Ryan, oh, have true. you seen Captain America Winter Soldier? No. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, how does this one. How does this man get a vote when he hasn't seen one of the movies and he's going oh, just off his on. bias, his bias of the fact that Robert Downey Jr is his favorite thing honest, in this freaking universe and so Iron Man is his favorite freaking character outside of Spider-Man. Yeah, he's not my favorite character. Bitch. Outside of Spider-Man. In this universe, he's your favorite besides Spider-Man because it's Robert Downey Jr. I'm going to need you to take a step down here for a second. I am mediator, sir, and I am going to going to throw Mjolnir at you if you don't chill. Look, what? Listen, you want an answer to that question, Matt? Put it this Not way. from you and your crazy way of thinking. We're we're in America. <laughs> Dylan gets the vote, and he doesn't know anything either. So let's just. It's all right. I mean. That was, entire, subject, that was entirely just, pointless just, and unfounded just, and misguided. I and mean, as we, media, we let you talk as, about Bucks Raptors earlier, and you thought the Raptors had a better bench. So <laughs> there we go. Not a better bench. Not I a better bench. I didn't say bench. Not a better bench. I said extended we, to the not, bench. We never said. We not, It's not even about the bench. They have a better. That bench. has nothing to do with this, gentlemen. I will be cutting off this segment 
early if you do not stay back on point. Mr. Roshan, your lack of decorum makes me think that we should invalidate your vote, but I will give you the opportunity to speak on actual terms on this matchup. Please, if you would. We all know Ryan hasn't seen Winter Soldier, because if he did, there's no way he would vote for Iron Man. And you guys have been extremely upset with me in recent weeks, because I have touted how great the OG Iron Man is, because it is! But, Winter Soldier is a masterpiece, 10 out of 10, of a movie, and built on everything that Iron Man laid the groundwork for. I said it when we talked about this movie earlier in the bracket. And I'll say it again. Captain America, Winter Soldier, might be the best movie Marvel has done. It was... Spoilers! I I don't... I can't find a flaw with this movie. This movie was fantastic from beginning to end. It brought so much. It introduced so many characters uh, that were very important for the future of the cinematic universe. And I don't think Iron Man belongs anywhere near this Final Four. So it's Captain America, Winter Soldier. Well, I was surprised because I thought that uh, Paul Paul seemed pretty high on the Iron Man OG film, but I appreciate his... Uh, Transparency is not the word, but I, I appreciate his uh, enlightened mind on this matchup because 100% it is Captain America Winter Soldier by a country mile. It is the only film that is not of the superhero formula. It is a political thriller, and there's something to be said for that, where it is able to be a Marvel film that has its own genre it is a part of. Brilliant writing, great combat in the actual movie itself, a fantastic twist, better than most films are ever able to pull off. And I'll be honest, the MCU has been going down ever since. What the and with that, are on these two? it doesn't matter because Captain America Winter Soldier what? moving on the number three seed again in a national title game. And we are on to the next matchup. Bucky's the MOP. <laughs> and we have another matchup, but this time it's going to be a tad different for uh, the first Avenger. We have the number four, out of the Avengers Mansion region, we have the number four seed, Guardians of the Galaxy OG. They are stuck on a feeling of the upset against the number two seed, Captain America Civil War. Ryan, once again, over to you. I don't want to see an all Captain America final. No, you can't, you can't be biased like that. This isn't about that. This is about putting the right movie. It is the right movie. Okay. If it's, if it it's so good, let it be fall. Guardians. But Spider-Man's in it. <laughs> yeah, Spooderman. It's the first time we see him. Don't don't taint the jury. All right. Overruled. He's Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, Civil War is hype, but Guardians of the Galaxy, are, we've been over this. I, I know you're grade-A hater, but gar- everything Guardians of the Galaxy did, from being complete unknowns, which I know you hate, <coughs> you take great offense to nobody knew them before the big screen, so it doesn't count, but they, and on top of everything else they did, they really jump-started the extra comedy in the MCU. That's also false. That's not false. Every, every Avengers movie did had it its nice earlier. undertunes and its comedic relief, but... Guardians of the Galaxy truly took it to the next level. It was the first movie in the MCU that people went in and they felt like they kind of just saw a comedy. 
And then Thor Dark World took that even to the next level. Or, I'm sorry, not Dark World. Uh, <laughs> definitely not the Dark World. Definitely not Dark World. Uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. But, uh, no, Guardians was transformational in so many ways. It's Civil War was just, it was what you expected, but it didn't blow you away. Guardians blew you away. This is really tough. These are two, in my mind, very enjoyable movies. Again, Guardians of the Galaxy... I had no idea what to expect, and I was very pleasantly surprised walking out of that movie. Captain America Civil War, very important, bringing Spider-Man finally into the MCU. Uh, But more than that, it was how they took a very important comic book that did not revolve around James Buchanan Barnes. It revolved around other things that were not involved anywhere near the MCU, and they were able to spin that in a way that was believable. With all of that, I think Civil War is a better movie. There was only one way that Civil War was going to be able to survive, and it didn't happen. Because Tony Stark, this time around, decided to be selfish and not die in order to help us move the right (laughs) way forward. And I'll be honest, I despise Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't find it funny at all. I think it's stupid as hell. People only like it for the very reasons I've said before, and anyone who says otherwise is just pretending. It's the same thing as people who at the end of The Avengers said, oh, I knew that was Thanos. No, you didn't. And this stupid-ass, overrated, bullshit, like, almost weird rom-com kind of humor movie. Oh, there's a cool soundtrack. Awesome. Does that help out with the poor writing of both the villain and the overall plot motivations? We are Groot. No, you're shit. But it doesn't matter, because Civil War, which is a movie I originally despise but have completely turned around on, is absolutely in the top two films in the MCU of all time. Every list has it as one of the top two. Cap is so much better than any of the stupid shit you're throwing in my way, but I'm going to go to nowhere, because that's where I need to be, inside of a giant skull, to brood about this dumbass decision. I'm so glad you bandwagon movies just as hard as you bandwagon sports teams. So it's anger. All right, so, so 92% I'm guessing that, uh... to 89%. Guardians of the Galaxy heads to the final. Two-Face. Captain America. The Winter Soldier. Well, Ryan, I'm going to have you start off. Before we start off the final, we're going to do an in-memoriam, so to speak. Where each of us are going to get a one-minute chance to recant one of the films we think should be in this final, or should have at least gone much further than it did. So why don't you start us off? What is the film that you wish to remember fondly? So I'm going to remember this film fondly because y'all did it so dirty, which is Black Panther having to lose in the first round after Matt hypes up a soundtrack for Guardian of the Galaxy and act like the one for Black Panther didn't exist is still mind-boggling to me. Um but yeah, by by far the the most upset I was that a film didn't move along. I love Spider Man, but you guys did Black Panther so dirty. Shout out Wakanda. <laughs> All right, easy enough, short, concise. Paul, I know I'm not getting that from you, but please go ahead. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> exactly no, what I said. It's very simple. Thor Ragnarok should have been facing off against Guardians, which would have been an absolutely perfect matchup. 
uh, as solid as Civil War was, it was not Thor Ragnarok, which completely redeemed the franchise, the character, the actor, every single thing. Oh, so it's uh, Captain Ragnarok, America's fault that didn't need redeeming? Ragnarok, one of the most... <laughs> One of the most influential movies in the entire series, Civil War, was kind of just there to set up other things. And we got to see Spider-Man. Easy enough. And <sighs> Matt, why don't you go on and bitch about why Endgame's not here? Well, no. First, it's why wasn't Captain America, the first Avenger, able to get by Iron Man? It's because you bastards made me use my super seed on this Endgame death battle. Um... Yeah, and then Iron Man made it all the way to the final four. Which it had so nowhere near getting up. there, and it shouldn't have. And y'all are freaking crazy. 40 minutes of a movie. Call us Butler, bitch. Anyway, to leave out a movie as fantastic as Endgame that made most people in the world laugh their asses off, cry, be absolutely shocked, and yeah. sum up 10 plus years of movies... To not let it get its footing in this bracket is a miscarriage of justice. And if I had the ability to snap my fingers and fix this, I would. Well, it's too bad because we cut your head off because we have PTSD. But my thing is I think that Captain America is, number one, the best comic book character ever. And very American, much more so than even Superman is. Much more accessible. His The fact that his superpower is his, his willingness to sacrifice. That is powerful. Especially in the modern age of divisiveness and bullshit and lies. He is all about... And is stronger than and all that as well. Didn't that come with the super serum? <laughs> okay. You really about you really want to be doing that He ain't Batman. <laughs> I said his best superhero trait. His superpower is his willingness to sacrifice. Everybody can, in can Marvel shield like a boomerang too. Guys, <laughs> he's in Marvel. Being strong is not special. Being able to sacrifice on a dime without a question's notice because you know the truth of the greater good is. So and there the was intangibles. And it was there was nothing that was more emblematic of that than the conflict between Tony and Cap in Civil War. Civil War is the most impactful film outside of the original Avengers. It was so good that most people deem it the actual true Avengers 2 over Age of Ultron. It had a great fight. It had actual twist on the comic that was, I would argue, more compelling than the comic itself. The Sokovia Accords are a fascinating plot device, and to pit two of these pillars of the MCU against each other in that way, and that final fight between them where Cap just beats the ever-living hell out of Tony, and makes his decision to side with Bucky and the truth, and not this police state that Tony wants was so powerful and so much deeper than the shallow bullshit of a talking sassy raccoon, a dumbass tree, a green lady with an attitude problem, and Chris Pratt without the weight when he's more fun. So. So, well said. A little bit. Here, no, here. No, no, no. No, no. I got to nitpick two things. Matt, you can't say Endgame didn't get its footing when it won Two rounds and made the elite eight. It deserved then, the final four. Which is also, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not called the elite eight. So, what call do we call it? Right the heroic eight. What the fuck do you want to call it? 
The gauntlet round. So, uh, Endgame is Duke. Whatever. Whatever. Then, How dare you? You can't say Civil War is Avengers 2 and then talk about the Sokovia Accords, which were a direct result of the actual second Avengers. You can call it the third Avengers, but literally Age of Ultron set up Civil War. No, the Very point of it is that it was so much better and was a more true Avengers concept of a film that most people ignore Avengers Age of Ultron and just look at Captain America My Civil War issue, as it. All of you have Age valid opinions except Matt. My yeah, problem I with don't. Matt in Whatever. Endgame is it had its you're not judging just Endgame. You are judging the culmination of the MCU. And that's not what this is about. You need to take these movies Which in, and of in itself isolation. Is poor. You gotta take these movies the in isolation. The movie was partially about that. I mean, he's not... That is true, but I would also argue I think the execution, and much in the same vein as Game of Thrones, just wasn't nearly as satisfying but that's, as the right. journey. But that's what you think. It wasn't your argument. It was my argument. I think they did a beautiful job on summing up a whole bunch of storylines in one movie. Except I think I they, think they, they did just a great job in, too. But, but if they add the in unnecessary whole, others. If you take the movie in isolation and compare it to other movies in isolation, it was not as good as the movies we have left. Oh, I 100% agree with that as well, but... And honestly, that is probably the most potent criticism of Endgame is that on its own, it's just not nearly as good as any of the other four films that we and have. I, I disagree. Which I'm okay with. I disagree. And Dylan, it you did you, what it was supposed to do. And the other thing is, too, I just don't really... I don't... Look, you read comics a, a lot more than I do. I prefer much more closed-off storylines. So, in fairness, you are far more tuned to this concept. But one thing I hate about comics in general is there isn't a finality to the story. There's always this retconning. Okay. There's always this nonsense of parallel no, no. universes there and all this clashing. And those are the stories you really remember are the finalities. But you it's get what I'm Batman saying. Batman having his back I, broken. It's Superman I hate, dying. It's Captain America I hate Crisis on Infinite Earths. I hate... I honestly don't really like the original, the comic Civil War. I don't like Secret Wars. These team-ups never pay off Secret the same way. What, but they never pay off the same way no, for Dylan a reason. No, Dylan is 100% right, and that's why, that's what MC, the MCU has done such a great job of, because the comic book world, the deaths being meaningless, people dying and coming back four or five times, that doesn't work in movies. That doesn't work in the real world audience, because it feels cheap, and it feels lazy, and it doesn't, yeah, you invest... Okay. You invest. There's no, there's no stakes. <laughs> you invest exactly, and you invest all this, and then it feels like it's kind of all for naught. And that was a big concern with how Endgame was going to go after. Um, I'm I'm losing my mind. Infinity War. Infinity War, and it felt like everyone died, but you knew that it wasn't going to stay like that. You didn't know how it was going to go down, but you knew it wasn't going to stay like that. And that's where, so it, it, outside of great acting and the cool moment you had with Spider-Man, none of it really felt that impactful. Like Infinity War, you had all these people die, but you didn't feel it because you knew that wasn't the end. And that's the problem with, as Dylan said, comic books as a whole. And it's what they've done a, such a great job in the MCU is ma- keeping it into arcs. 
and doing a really good job of telling a singular arc and connecting things and not making it feel cheap, which is incredibly hard to do, but they've done a great job of it. And also, one other thing to add is that I think you, Matt, and I both agree that Cap's arc in the MCU is the best out of any individual characters. And I think Civil War does a better job telling a singular arc than Endgame does. I'm honestly not very interested in the overarching colossus threat that Marvel has set up. I'm not interested in Thanos. I never was. I didn't really care. I did care about whether Cap and Tony were able to see eye to eye or whether their differences would keep them apart forever and cloud their judgment and turn hate, turn friends into enemies. That is more interesting and also a much more clean story arc of those three films than Endgame was. Because to be fair, I could argue that the original Avengers is the only one that tells a clean story. Age of Ultron sure as hell didn't. Infinity War was half a film with a really poor ending portion, as Paul had said. And Endgame resolves it in a way that, to be fair, is just as lazy as comics by adding in all these alternate universes that's, and that's time That's the one travel. spot I disagree with. I think Endgame did as good of a job as they could have. But that doesn't mean it was good. No, I, said, I think it was good too. You just hate time travel in any way. I don't. But you get. But you get what I'm saying. That's why I think that Civil War it has to be in the top two. But the fact that it's not is based on preference. That's fine. But if it were Endgame and Civil War, it's not a question to me. It's Civil War. Okay, but something that you are leaving out and missing for whatever reason when you each. look down from your ivory tower is that you are watching <laughs> a comic book movie. These are comic books. They are based off comic book stories. So you are going to get comic book elements that but make these adaptations. movies what they are. And but they're adaptations that are able to morph to the medium they're in, and Civil War does it better than Endgame. Oh, I don't know. I, I wasn't arguing for Endgame to be in the finals. This is Final Four. I think one of these movies has no business in the Final Four, and the other one, <laughs> an argument can be made. To, I, I still enjoy it a lot the more The sad thing did, is but. you and Dylan agree on Iron Man. I, I've said it. I've said it every single cast. Phenomenal origin story. The rest of Iron Man leaves much to be desired. Well, but he is Iron with Man. that. With that in mind, we That's have for me. our final thoughts being done. But I think I think we know who our crowning champion is. And I'll be honest, I I from the start, this is always going to be my number one. And it, my opinion will never change based around any counter evidence that is said before me. And that is, we have Captain America Winter Soldier against Guardians of the Galaxy. My hand is tipped, obviously. We know Ryan's is tipped. It's really on Paul and Matt to see who is the crown. Who wears it? Well, let's hear your reasoning. I want to be persuaded. You and Ryan. So, I'll let Ryan go first, because he hasn't spoken in some time. That's because it was supposed to be a minute. And then, <laughs> I don't know where the hell that discussion went. Um... <laughs> But I saw the original Guardians of the Galaxy, like, shit, many years after it came out. Um, I don't know how long it's been since it first came out, but it's probably like three or four years. Five years. After five. Okay, cool. So I saw it literally like a year ago, if that. Um, And I really enjoyed the film for seeing it so late. It didn't really feel like it was outdated. I love the space elements that it brought to it because it was different than any of the other Marvel films that I had seen before. So it was a movie I really enjoyed. I thought it was hilarious, despite, of course, what Dylan says. 
Um, the acting, even Bradley Cooper as a voice, is uh, a character that I love and just an actor that I love. Um, so this is Guardian. So I really enjoyed it, and obviously I hadn't seen Winter Soldier, but I'm going to vote for Guardians. So my way of convincing you, Paul, about to pick Winter Soldier over Guardians is it's a three-point plan. The third one is obviously my strongest point, but my first would be the thing I've said already, which is that Guardians is, is, regardless of what you think of its humor, it's very formulaic. It is an origin story, and it does follow a lot of the same beats as Marvel films and the same pitfalls. Captain America Winter Soldier is not that. I could have you watch Captain America Winter Soldier independent of you knowing it's a Marvel film, and you will still almost assuredly think it is a brilliant movie on its own without a connected universe with guardians of the galaxy you cannot say that nearly to the same confidence as captain america winter soldier number two is that captain america winter soldier's twist is so profoundly good the fact that they're adding in hydra so far along later and the fact that we thought that Hydra was done after Red Skull, but the fact that they are such a bigger threat, and especially in a political climate where trust is very lacking, it's a, so much more powerful now to have this sort of police state narrative, this underlying underbelly of criminality that with Guardians and especially with Ronan, it doesn't connect the same. And the third and the most important one is that with Guardians of the Galaxy, there are legitimate flaws. Now, you can say that there's its strengths are better than its flaws, but with Captain America Winter Soldier, there is not a flaw. There is none. There is no flaw. There's no problem with pacing. There's no problem with character development, dialogue, combat, story, villain, none of it. And that is the biggest point, is that just by it being the best, it is the best because it has no flaw. It is North Carolina 2009, whereas Guardians of the Galaxy is very much similar to a Duke of 2015 or a Virginia of this year where you could argue the bracket was weak or you could just argue that, yeah, it's really good, but it has enough flaws that it's not the best. So I appreciate all of those wonderful thoughts, but I'm going to tell you they didn't matter. Yeah, shocker. Because Captain America the Winter Soldier is in my top five movies of all time, of any genre, in any context. <laughs> you bastard. Literally flawless, start to end. Characters that you love. Some characters that you didn't know that well. The twist that you've brought up every single time we've discussed it is... I mean, is well executed as in any movie. And I'm not just putting that up to standards of our superhero fare, what we've been discussing... It was a story, a wonderful story. It was emotionally gripping. It was unlike a lot of what we've seen, plot solid, pretty impenetrable. You were attached and you weren't just along for the ride. You felt like you were a part of it. It was part thriller, uh, part superhero movie, part human exploration. It is still the most driving movie, superhero movie, of any time, ever. And I do not think 
especially where we are in the MCU, and I certainly don't expect DC to come up with anything of the sort, I don't expect to ever see another movie like Captain America Winter Soldier in this kind of environment. I, I don't think it can be outdone, and I think in 20 years, when there is another 40 of these movies, I think it will still come out on top. Guardians of the Galaxy, when it came out, I remember hearing people talking about, you know, people of that generation's seeing Star Wars in the theaters and just being blown away by what they saw, not knowing that could be done. Uh, we talked about it before. With Guardians of the Galaxy, we didn't know what to expect. These aren't well-known characters like the Avengers are. Um, they had some big names playing certain ones. They had some up-and-comers playing certain ones. Uh and in my mind, they told a very fun story. And I really enjoyed myself watching Guardians of the Galaxy. And I enjoyed a lot of the characters. Captain America Winter Soldier has undertones of movies, great all-time great movies like All the President's Men. Uh, it's got fantastic relationship building, as does Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, but in a different way with these characters that we already know um, seeing Cap and Black Widow, seeing Cap and Falcon, um, you know, seeing Nick Fury and Alexander Pierce, uh, seeing these characters uh, together in their own scenes and, you know, with the twists and turns. Winter Soldier blew me away. I had such high hopes for it, and it hit every single one of those high hopes. And I said it when we first talked about this movie. This might be, and I think is, the best movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Captain America Winter Soldier was a fantastic movie from beginning to end and is absolutely worthy of winning this bracket. Just like just like the Virginia finale. I'm very dissatisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan I, made me upset. If but, it had tied, yes. The the audience score was also tied. No kidding. At 92% between these two movies, the only Who thing that separated votes. them. Yeah, I knew Dylan was going to go there. Oh, my God. All right, so Guardians had a quarter mil. Yep. Winter Soldier had just over a quarter mil. There's about a, a 20,000 votes separating them, so very close. Yeah, that's not enough to not make enough a difference. Critic consensus. Yeah. The Winter Soldier loses by 1%. That's asinine that nine, that ten percent of reviewers say it's bad. I don't understand that. Uh, oh, beautiful! And we I, give our salute. I will say though, I think that is fitting that we concluded with those two movies, especially with how split. I mean, the scores tell the story. How both, the, how highly rated they are, and I think those are the two highest rated. I don't really feel like pulling up every single one but we've pulled up most of them and i can't remember any scoring higher than 92 i think they're the two highest rated mcu films and critics also no, there are a few others <sighs> I want, but regardless i want to go watch captain america right now <laughs> i do I'm as well and right i would now. hope that you i would hope that you all do as well as we have the final score we give our salute this was always the mcu was always cap story he got his happy ending, and so did we, not in a weird way. So did Robert Craig. Captain, Amer Captain America Winter Soldier has won the ultimate Marvel Cinematic Bracket. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute you for listening. We thank you, Cap, for your service. Everybody have a fantastic week.